Hi, I'm Sandra. And I'm Holly, her daughter, and you're listening to a brand new episode of our podcast, Living a Hell Yes. Hell yes. Hello, Savage. Hello, Holly. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? Very well, thank you. Do you know, I always think I'm Joey out of friends when I say, how are you doing? Or how are you doing? I can't even do it. Anyway. Oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Let, let's move yeah. on quickly. Oh, should, I, should I edit that out? <laughs> <laughs> no. It does feel weird. I, say, I have to say that we're recording this on a Sunday afternoon. We don't normally record on the weekends. That does feel, no. I think you're getting a more chilled <laughs> vibe. I think we're both yeah. a bit, maybe lower energy. I don't know. It'd be interesting to see if anyone gets has any feedback for us on that i'm not of a lower energy don't bring no, me into in a, it no in a good way like just a very oh, like calm vibe, a low yeah, vibe, like, soft, vibe. soft okay. soft yeah um right we are talking about something very exciting today we kind of jointly came up with this topic um and the thing that we want to talk about today is the three things that we're doing to become happier people mm-hmm. um hopefully in hearing what we're doing at the moment and the kind of self-awareness and self-reflection that we're doing individually, hopefully that will spark something um, in, you know, you listening um, to think about what you could be doing to become a happier person or what you're already doing, what you're already working on. Um, so hopefully this this resonates. But to be honest, I'm just really intrigued to hear what yours are. Um, I find these kind of things, like I love listening to really personal episodes of podcasts because I think it makes the people you're listening to much more relatable and I think it's a lot more interesting so yeah I can't wait to hear yours okay that's a bit scary um <laughs> Are I you can't not wait to hear, to hear yours. mine yeah thank you I can't wait to hear yours there we go okay <laughs> um, so you go first usual, yeah let's do our usual one each yeah um, okay you go four. first so my, my first thing um and it's interesting because I wouldn't say that I I'm necessarily that I was aware I was doing these as consciously before thinking about what I'm doing, but I'm definitely doing them if that makes sense. So it's not that this is something that I've been thinking about, you know, I need to do these three things, but it just so happens that at the moment, these are the things that I'm working on. Um, The first one actually links to something that we discussed last week um, on the podcast. So last week's episode was all about reacting and controlling your reactions. And something I'm trying to do is, react less and in a healthier way. So Mm -hmm. I mentioned last week that I think recently I've got a lot better at uh, before, you know, and sorry to repeat myself for those that listened to last week's episode, but old Holly would, if something went wrong or there was an argument or, you know, whatever it is that could then affect or ruin my whole day or the whole experience that I was doing at that time or my week or whatever. Um, And I think I've got a lot better recently at being conscious of not allowing that to happen um, and stopping momentum in its tracks and stopping my reactions continuing on a negative path and actually like retaking, regaining control of the situation. So that's what I'm trying to do is build on that and just react less in general. So actually take time, pause, before I react to something that maybe feels negative or doesn't feel good um, and then react in a healthier way definitely takes Mm -hmm. practice. I mentioned last week that it's hard, (laughs) Um, but it's something that I think will make me much happier and also the people around me happier as well, because I think reactions sometimes have like a domino effect. And I think it's always 
yeah, if someone gives you a really negative reaction, you then can absorb some of that energy and you take it with you in your day. So I think not only will it benefit me, but also those, you know, close to me too. So that's number one. Wonderful. I'm going to ask you just a couple of questions. Well, I'll ask you a question on that, but I do just want to emphasize that, yes, absolutely. Whatever vibration you're standing in, you are absolutely emanating and people will be the recipient of that energy. Mm-hmm. So we do have a little bit of a responsibility with the energy that we give out. Um, but no, when you said, which is great, respond in a healthier way for everybody that's listening and for me, because I'm interested. I heard what you said, but what does that mean, healthier? Healthier for me, yeah, good question. Good clarifying question. Um, <laughs> I think, I'm coach, you know. <laughs> are you? Wow, you'd be really good at that. Um I think healthier for me, it depends on the situation. You know, I think it it does depend on on the situation. But I think healthier for me is slower, a slower reaction that I've actually taken time to think about and a less emotional reaction. Um, I think that feelings are really important. I think it's really important to feel into what feels good when you're making decisions and things like that. But I think also I can be quite emotions led. And I think sometimes I that's not always a good thing. Um, because sometimes my gut reaction may be a negative one. And so I think it's taking more time over my reactions, but also healthier in the sense of less emotional. Um, And don't get me wrong, I think emotions are really good. And I actually think being emotional can be a massive strength. And that's in the workplace, that's in your family life. Like I think emotions are fundamentally a good thing. But I think when they're out of control, that's when they start to kind of rule you. And I think mm-hmm. the ideal thing is to be able to rule them and, and have control over them. So that's that's what I mean by healthier. Mm. Yeah, great. Cool. Yeah. Wonderful. Thank, Thank you. you. What's your first one? OK, again, going back to last week, who may have heard this. One thing I am really focused on, and you know this, you know, we've been speaking about this and. You know, I really do believe truly, and and mind you, it takes a lot to get into this space that I'm going to say, but um, I do believe that any challenges, if you want to call them challenges that come your way, are opportunities for growth, okay? And I do um, truly believe that. Whether or not we believe we're ready for that growth is is another ballgame. But I do believe that all um, challenges are opportunities for growth. I mean, we're here on this planet to evolve and you will not evolve unless you're growing. And unfortunately, we tend to grow through kind of adversity. Um, So knowing all of that, what I am really working on right now is regardless of any challenges, regardless of how things are, regardless of what's going on, I always, always want to come at that situation or that person or whatever through love. That's really, really important to me. I really want to develop that in such a way that it becomes an unconscious response. Um, And what does that look like? Okay, so instead of, um, oh gosh, say there's uh, uh, something that's happened and you could come from fear, yeah? So you feel that your world's been rocked and you're worried about it or you're fearful about it. I I don't want to come from fear. I want to come from love, okay? As in, and like I just said, that true understanding that this is growth, 
You know, this is growth and we are here to grow and not go into that ego, mind, fear-filled thought process that the ego will, will absolutely hook onto and build momentum on it. Okay. And um, another quote by Eckhart Tolle. Sorry, guys, I know I'm Eckhart tolle all over the place, but it's such a, it's a really <laughs> good one. And that is worrying is problem making. Okay. And I love that. It's so true. And I don't want to be in that space. I mean, I really, really don't. So what I focus on instead is a love feeling, as in feeling really good, giving out loving vibes, including if people are involved. So however they're responding or they're reacting or behaving, I'm I'm coming at it from a space of literally they're doing the best they can with the tools they've got right now. Okay. Because that is true. That that is an absolute truism. Um, hard to accept sometimes when there's big stuff going on, but that is a truism. So um, yeah, coming from love, coming from love, coming from love. Now, it's really interesting. If you do practice that, just coming from love instead of anything else, it's amazing how you can start to truly feel peace rather than worry, fear, anxiety, stress, anger, resentment. Resentment's a big one for a lot of people. Resentment, unforgiveness, you know, I'm not going to forgive, whatever, whatever. Um, you actually start to feel peace. And that's worth cultivating. I love that. You've got, oh, I was going to say, you've gone quiet on me, Hulk, but yeah. <laughs> I just like to absorb, you know, absorb oh. what you're saying. Yeah, no, I really like that. And I think that's, um, yeah, I think if we could all do that, the, God, the world would be a better place. So, um, yeah. The world, would be, the world would be a very different place. Mm, definitely, yeah. Definitely. Okay, my second one. Number two, Holly, please. Is going with the flow. <laughs> <laughs> Love that. I think you're laughing because um, it's not something that's always come naturally to me. <laughs> really? <laughs> Stop exposing me. Um, but yeah, you know, people are probably gathered by now that, yeah, that's not something that's come naturally. As a child, I was definitely a worrier. Um, my go-to reaction would be to worry about stuff, stuff that, you know, some stuff warranted worrying, but other things I just was worrying for the sake of it. Um and I think that kind of followed me into adulthood. And I just am really trying to go with the flow more, control what I can, accept what I can't, and just, you know, enjoy the, you know, you were talking about the adversities and things and just try and enjoy adversity that comes my way. Um, it's really difficult, don't get me wrong. Like the things that I'm working on at the moment um, aren't easy, you know, and it's like a long road. But I think for me, if I was able to go with the flow more and be more accepting of kind of, you know, whatever's going on or whatever other people have going on, um, I think that would definitely make me happier. Um, so that's something that's, yeah, I'm definitely trying to work on at the moment. Yeah, no, I think that's, you know, that's really valid. Well, obviously, whatever you say is valid, but I mean, that's really, really important. Um, I in enjoying experiences that come to you that you really don't want might be too big a step right now, but you're absolutely right. Acceptance of those 
situations, like I said, acceptance that they're there for growth, for instance, if you can accept, then you're not resisting, okay? And if you're not resisting, you're not making it bigger. Yeah. But when we resist and fight against things, oh, man, we're, we're, we know what we're doing. We are building a boulder of even more of it. I mean, it's just, it becomes massive, yeah. And I think that we spoke about this, I think a few weeks ago, but I think the thing is for me as well, in terms of what I mean as well by going with the flow is like not jumping to the negative. So if something seems to go wrong, don't take it at face value of going wrong, dig deeper and actually think about, well, how could this go right? How could this be turned into a positive? Or even just like, don't worry about whether it's a positive or negative, put the brakes on and see what happens. You know, yeah. this could turn into something good. It might not, but actually just going with the flow of it and just allowing things to happen and fall into place. Um, I've never been very good at that. I always want to kind of feel like I'm in control. Um, and I think sometimes feeling like you're in control can actually be feeling negative about something. Cause it's like, Oh, well, I may be sad about it, but at least, you know, I feel like I know how I feel about it. And I've decided the narrative that I'm going to put to this is being sad or upset. Whereas I think letting go of that narrative and just going with it, um, there's actually a lot more peace in that. Definitely. And you, and you kind of hit the nail on the head there, didn't you? Because um, what most people really want to do, or no, not even sure if they want to do it, but it's a habit that they do and they feel safe with it is to try and control and uh, control an outcome, control another person, control what's coming at them, control what's not coming at them. I mean, it's exhausting to to keep up with controlling everything that's going on around you. Oh. and. Um, you're never going to do it either. You are never going to control what's going on around you. Um, going with ease and going with flow and then intending what it is you do want is the way that you can create rather than control, create what it is that feels good to you. But yeah, you've got to be at ease. You've got to flow downstream instead of struggling upstream. And if people look at their lives or look at their day, there's a lot of struggling upstream and it just doesn't feel good. It's certainly not a hell yes. And it, it doesn't feel good. And you're going to get more of what doesn't feel good. So yeah, ease and flow. Love it. Yeah. Thank yeah. you, Savage. For but do you know what? What we should do is do another episode in a few weeks time to see how you're actually, or how we are actually managing to follow through with this. So put that in the diary, darling, and we'll do that. What do you think? Yes, love that That's accountability. <laughs> no, it's a very good idea. Okay. Yeah, I will. Maybe, I think maybe maybe a month's time or two months' time. I think that's yeah. a good period of time. Six weeks, yeah. something like that. So, yeah, cool. cool. Awesome. Yeah. Right, what is your second one? Second one, okay, hard one for, for me. I don't know how others would do this, but stay in the present moment. That's my third one. Okay, well, then you go first. You go first. You just just come in with me then on my one. Yeah. Isn't that weird? That just absolutely goes to show we never prepare anything for these podcasts. It just really is what comes naturally. Yeah. yeah, Staying in the present moment, man, that's hard um, because, and I'm not putting it out there that it's hard. I'm not reinforcing it, but, and I don't want to but either. um, We are conditioned 
so much to focus on the future. Worry about the future, prepare for the future, plan for the future. What if it doesn't happen in the future? Um, Oh, my God. And then if you're not doing that, you're focused on what's gone on in the past, bringing that into the present. And also you're actually bringing it into the future, because just say, as an example, you're in a new relationship, which is in the future. And then you're with that person in the future. You're bringing in a past relationship or the past stuff that's happened in the past in the new relationship. I mean, it's just weird. I swear to God, if an alien came down on this planet, he would or he, she, whoever they are, would absolutely want to go back where from wherever they came from because they would think we're mad seriously there is just no focus it's just our minds are just everywhere present moment present moment present moment if you stay in the present moment the uh, there is no ability to worry and to stress and to feel anxious Now, the reason I'm saying that is because the brain genuinely can't focus on two things at one time. Absolutely can't do that. So if you're focused on the present moment, it cannot go anywhere else. So if you're focused on just say, I don't know, you're washing the dishes and you're literally focused on the washing of the dishes, you are focused on the washing of the dishes. You're not focused everywhere else that's tripping you up. And it feels, you feel more present, you feel more at ease, your mind feels more relaxed, because literally that's all you're focused on. And oh, it brings about a sense of calm. And from that sense of calm, that's when you truly are connected, living a hell yes, and bringing in more of that calm and ease. It's interesting, because I might as well talk about my third one and we can kind of compare because my third one again was about the present moment. I framed it as be more present. And I think actually yours is more focused on you and the benefit that that will bring you. And mine is actually more focused on the benefit that it'll bring others because I actually, although all those benefits are totally true that you said completely, and it will be great to get those as well. But I think by being in the present moment, I'm actually, I think by not being present, Um, and not being in the moment, I do a disservice to the people around me. Um, And also to whatever task I'm doing, you know, if I'm, you know, watching TV, but I'm thinking about something else, what's the point in even watching the TV? I'm not enjoying the program that I'm watching. I'm not focusing on it. You know, if I'm chilling with Ellie at home, but I'm on my phone on Instagram, what's the point in us being together if I'm just on my phone, you know, and don't get me wrong, there's a time and a place for that. Of course, you know, I'm not just staring at Ellie the whole time that we're together. Do you know what? That is so relevant, isn't it? Because um, I was at yours doing your lovely Christmas tree on, what day, when was that? Friday. Friday. Yeah. Friday night, Friday night. And we were watching Christmas with the Cranks. Yeah. And one of our favourite, all-time favourite Christmas movies. Yeah. So funny. If you haven't watched it, watch it. It's so funny. Um, and yeah, you were on your phone for some of it, not all of it. So, no, isn't that really good, though, to, like you just said, like being with Ellie and being on your phone, and it's really good to be aware. But, no, you know what? I'm actually not going to let you expose me like that because (laughs) I will say, no, because there's a difference. So 
in that example, I was fully conscious that I was on my phone and that's what I wanted oh, to do okay. at that moment in time. I was taking okay. photos of the Christmas tree. I was taking photos of Ralph. Oh, yeah, you were. Yeah, movie. But also, that's a movie that I've seen a hundred times. Yeah, I know you I have. No, photos, no, I, know I actually, I actually I know. know the quotes by yeah. heart. That's, oh. that's how much I've seen the movie. Hickory Ham. Hickory Honey Ham. So... I fully was aware that I wasn't totally present in that moment, but because I didn't, I didn't feel like I needed to be. Do you know what I mean? Different situation if I'm sitting with Ellie and we're having a conversation or if we're eating dinner at the table and I'm on my phone. So what it is, is I just want to be more present in the moment. One, so that I actually enjoy what I'm doing or give it my full attention. Or, you know, for example, if I'm listening to a podcast, I actually want to listen and learn from it. Otherwise, that's literally, that's a waste of my time. You know, it's just background noise. And background noise, don't get me wrong, has a time and a place. But if I'm listening to a podcast, I want to actually, you know, soak up the information. Um, but also, it's about being present for the people around you. You know, we only get one life. We've got a limited time on earth. And I want to actually have, when I look back, I don't want to think, God, I was on my phone for 98% of the time, or I was there, but I was thinking about work, all those kind of things. Like I want to be present with the people around me um, and enjoying our time together while we have it. So that's what I mean by being more present. It's less um, about kind of the anxiety of thinking about the past or the future for me. It's more about enjoying what I'm doing at that moment in time. Love that, Holly. Thank you, Savage. (laughs) uh, no, no, I do. I Shut love that. you down on trying to expose me there, didn't I, Mum? Shut you down. Oh my goodness me! <laughs> God, my energy levels have really risen in the last uh, five minutes. <laughs> right, no, but I, you know, being present for each other is lovely. It, it, even if you just look at your, not you, you. I'm talking about general everybody that's listening or whatever. If we think about when we're speaking to somebody, say you're in a conversation with your your mate you know, and um, I'm not talking about work or anything. I'm talking about conversation with friends, people that you've known for a long time, uh, family, whatever, but that's a bit dodge, but um, with your friends. Um, When you're speaking to them, it's so interesting that what most people do is they aren't fully present within that conversation, okay, because what they're doing is they're listening but they're not fully present because they're too busy thinking about what they're going to say in response. So it's so interesting that even just on a day-to-day, minute-by-minute basis, when we're conversing and speaking, we're not actually present. So that would be a good thing to practice, like just fully listening, fully being present, not with thinking what you're going to say now in response to it. Totally, for sure. And so, Mum, finally, what is your third thing that you're working on at the moment to be happier? Okay, this is something I do, though, on a regular basis. It's nothing new. People have heard this before, but it is everything. Appreciation, appreciation and joy. Joy, joy, joy. You know, people maybe do their appreciation journal. I hope you do. I really, really hope you do. Appreciation is appreciation love and joy are at the top end of the emotional vibrational guidance scale so please please do your appreciation journal but how many people do have an intention to focus on and receive joy throughout the day and that's something that I'm doing I am intending I don't say I'm intending joy as if I don't have it I'm saying I intend more joy 
I love and that. Then be, and yeah, and then re- wait for, you know, not wait for, but obviously then you're open to receiving those impulses that you just look around and there's something that's really joyful or that you wouldn't have seen before, you know, you would have missed it or anything like that. What's an example of joy that you've noticed or you've experienced recently? Um, well, I'm not, um, gosh, I'm not, well, this isn't recent, but it's one I wrote in the book and it just sticks with me all the time. Do you remember? Um, for those of you that have read the book, or got it now on audio, which is great. Um, firstly, thank you for that. But secondly, sorry for boring you with this, but I'll never forget when I was in a cafe um, and I was just sitting there reading a book, uh, having a cup of coffee, uh, which as Holly knows, I absolutely love. Um, I don't have many of them, so I absolutely love them. And um, there was this um, French dad and his little girl she must have only been about three that came in and sat opposite me and uh, literally the table next to me but she was opposite diagonally opposite me and she was little so her legs were dangling and she was swinging her legs as she was sitting on the chair and you know he asked her what she wanted and and she was going to have a hot chocolate and a cookie right and he, I'll never forget, she was just looking around with such, and she was like this lovely little girl with bundles of curls. And she was just looking around in such awe and excitement of what was coming her way, right? She was just complete bundle of pure energy, pure light, and her um capacity for joy you could tell was just huge so basically he bought the um cookie and she didn't touch it right she just left it in front of her right which was which for me as as a mum was like whoa wow she's pretty patient with that cookie but she looked so excited and um he asked her you know in French he said you know why you're not eating your cookie and she said she was waiting for her hot chocolate And the hot chocolate rocked up. And then she honestly, I'm not kidding, took these tiny bites of the cookie while she was drinking her hot chocolate. And she looked like the absolute epitome of pure joy. She was so joyful that um, that for me, I'll never forget. It brought absolute tears to my eyes. And I'll never forget that. That was a moment for me of receive, looking and receiving pure joy. I'll never forget that. I can still feel that feeling as I'm saying it now. I love that. And, of course, giving birth to Holly. <laughs> not so recent. Not so recent. <laughs> I'm not sure about the actual birth, but, yeah, <laughs> hopefully what came after was was joyful your joy <laughs> I love that well I think that's such a such a good note as well for us to end the episode on I absolutely love oh yeah it. of course because because you'll find yeah we've what? already talked about mine oh yeah that's it that's it those are our the things we're each working on three those are the six things that we're working on or actively doing at the moment to help us become happier um so thank you so much to anyone Sorry, Hull, sorry to interrupt, but it'd be lovely to hear if what, what other people are doing. I was just going to say that, actually. So thank yeah. you very much, firstly, to anyone that's listened to the whole episode. And yeah, if there are things that you're working on at the moment, or if this has sparked something in you that you want to work on, please do let us know. 
Um, you can let us know on Instagram or you can message us directly. Uh, if you're in mum's private Facebook group, Ultimate Conscious Creating, you can let her know there um, or reply to my newsletter. Whichever way you want to get in touch with us, I would love to to hear the things that you're working on because that might um, inspire us in turn. Um, as always, uh, thank you for joining us. If you want to find us in other places, there are lots of links in the episode description. I've also realised as well that I think after this episode is posted, we will only have two episodes left of 2021 to post wow. and to record. We haven't yet recorded them um, before the end of the year. And then we'll be coming back in 2022 uh, with what we're going to call season two. to kind of a fresh start on the podcast. And there'll be lots more information coming about what that will entail um, in the upcoming episodes. Bigger, bolder, brighter. Oh gosh, you're promising a lot, Margie. But yeah, that's what we're <laughs> that's what we're going for. Um, yeah, we will see you next week. Wishing you a wonderful week, living a hell. Yeah. A hell, yes. Thank you. Bye bye.